Thank you for joining us for this series, Well, Well, Well. Together, we'll discover how to have a healthy, prosperous soul. Welcome back to our series, Well, Well, Well. I can hardly believe this is our seventh session together. And you know, in this series, we have been talking about the fact that we are three-part beings, spirit, soul, and body, right? And we've been using these wooden circles as our illustration. And we've seen that, you know, very often we can let our soul or our body take the lead in life when God's plan is that his spirit would come and abide in our spirit when we ask him to be Lord of our lives. And then we would allow our soul and our body to come into alignment with his spirit and let his spirit lead every area of our life. That's his plan. And over the last several weeks, we really talked a lot about our soul, our thoughts, our emotions, our will and our choices, and even those things that have become deeply rooted in our soul and how to allow the spirit of God to take the lead in those areas of our life. But today, we are going to zoom in and talk about our body. All right, so I hope you've got your notebooks and you are ready to take some notes. You know, I want us to start by looking at Romans 12 and verse 1. It says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, this is your true and proper worship. God wants us to bring our bodies into submission to his spirit, to surrender them to him and really offer them to him as a sacrifice so that they will become holy and pleasing to him. And then look with me at 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. It says this, do you not know that your bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. You know, God created these bodies with the intention that we would allow his spirit to come and dwell in our spirit. But remember, we are a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a body. So when his spirit comes and takes up residency in our spirit, we live in this body. So our body becomes his temple or his house. Wow, what an honor, what a privilege. We get to be the temple of the spirit of God. Therefore, we need to honor him with our bodies. We submit our bodies to him and let him take the lead in this area of life rather than let our bodies just run off and do whatever it wants. So today I want us to talk about three aspects of our body and how we can let the spirit of God take the lead, okay? The first aspect I want to talk about is our appearance because this is a big deal to women we all want to be beautiful and we are bombarded 
everywhere we turn with messages that we need to be beautiful and messages about how to do that. Buy this miracle skincare and you will be beautiful. Buy this amazing makeup. Buy this incredible hair product. Buy this hair styling tool. It will change your life. Do this procedure. It will change everything. Wear this outfit and the whole world will take notice of you. We're bombarded on every side by messages like this, aren't we? But there are some things that we really need to understand about beauty. First of all, God is beauty. In Psalm 27, verse 4, the psalmist writes, He says, One thing I've desired of the Lord, one thing I seek, that I may dwell in your house and gaze upon your beauty all the days of my life. You see, God is beauty. And there are so many verses throughout scripture that talk about his beauty and his splendor. It's who he is. I mean, think about his character. Think about his nature. He is beauty. Think about his creation, including us. We are his creation. We are beautiful because we're his creation. We are made in his image and in his likeness. And when he sees us, he sees himself in us. He sees us as beautiful. We need to let that sink in and start believing that. Have you ever noticed that people are drawn to beauty? People are drawn to beauty because we were created to be drawn to God. However, God's view of beauty is very different than our human view of beauty. You know, when Isaiah prophesied of the Messiah's coming in an earthly, fleshly body, he said that there would be nothing about his appearance that would cause people to desire him. Yet, people followed him. People flocked to him. In 1 Samuel chapter 16, it tells us, that the Lord does not see as man sees. Man looks at this outward external appearance, but God looks on the inside. God looks at the heart. Look with me at 1 Peter 3, verses 3 and 4. The wisdom that we're given in these verses, it says, Do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of hair, the putting on of gold jewelry or clothing that you wear, but let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. True beauty is when the Spirit of God transforms us on the inside and the nature of God radiates through us. We can probably all think of people that we've seen who may be on the outside they don't look like they should be on the cover of a magazine. But yet, there is just beauty radiating through them, through their countenance, because of God on the inside of them. That's true beauty. We need to understand that the enemy wants to distort everything that God ordains. Remember who he is? 
the enemy. He was Lucifer, the one who was thrown out of heaven because he wanted to be worshipped. He wanted to be worshipped for his beauty. He wanted to be worshipped instead of God. And our sinful fleshly human nature, whose nature does it follow in the footsteps after? The devil. He would love it if we would take on that same nature of being consumed with ourselves so that we have no time to be consumed with God. He would love it if we would become so consumed with our appearance and being recognized and complimented all the times and just obsessing over that so that we don't have time to focus on God. And the enemy will go about keeping our focus there in so many different ways. The one way he does that is through lies that he tells us. For me, when I was in my early 20s, I was surrounded by women who were very beautiful. And I was so intimidated by them. And I believed the enemy's lies that I was not beautiful, that I was ugly. And so every day during this season in my life, it was so difficult getting ready to get out of the house. I was so upset. My hair wouldn't go right. I didn't have the right clothes to wear. I wouldn't fit in. And I would obsess over it. And literally for a season, every day trying to get out of the house was filled with tears and turmoil because I was believing the enemy's lies. But then as I stayed close to God and stayed in his word and stayed in church and around godly women, I learned that God loved me and valued me and saw me as beautiful and that he created me uniquely and he didn't create me to be like anyone else or to look like anyone else. And I found freedom in him and realized how he truly saw me. We have got to understand that there is a spiritual component when it comes to how we view and how we approach our beauty. The enemy would love for these bodies to take the lead in life by taking all of our focus and attention. But God wants his spirit to lead our bodies. He wants to lead this area of our life. So what does this mean in regards to our appearance? Is it wrong to try to look our best? Absolutely not. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We should try to look our best, but we should not obsess over our appearance. We need to include God in our approach to our beauty. Have you ever talked to God about this area of your life? He wants you to include him. Here are a few questions we can ask ourselves to help us in this area. First of all, do I spend more time on my appearance than I do with God? Do I care more about what people think of me than what God thinks of me? Am I believing lies from the enemy about my beauty? Ask God to reveal to you and show you if you are. 
Have I asked God to help me see myself as He sees me? Am I secure in the fact that I am beautiful to God? Have I ever asked the Holy Spirit to lead me in my pursuit of looking my best so that I stay balanced and don't become obsessive in it? So often, we forget to include God in this area of our life. We just run off doing our own thing. But He wants us to submit our body to His Spirit. And He wants to lead us in absolutely everything. All right? Now, let's look at another aspect of our body. Let's talk about our health. First of all, let's talk about our exercise and our eating. You know, since our body is the temple of the Spirit of God, we should be doing whatever we can to stay healthy. God has things for us to do. He wants us to be healthy to fulfill His purposes on this earth. And we need to be good stewards of these bodies that He has given us, that He's blessed us with. But sometimes, some of us can fall on the far ends of the spectrum in our approach to this area. Sometimes there may be some of us that don't exercise at all, that don't want anything to do with eating healthy, and we're over here. And then there's others on this end of the spectrum that are obsessive about exercise and eating healthy. And sometimes when we fall into that category, we need to recognize that sometimes we can be driven by what we think we should look like by what other people are doing or we can even be driven by fear of the consequences if we don't do these things exercise and eating well are important things but remember god made these bodies and he knows exactly what our bodies need he knows it better than the exercise program or new eating program we find on Instagram. And he wants us to talk to him about it and let him lead us in this area of our life. I talk to God regularly about this area of my life because I'm trying to grow in this area of my life. I don't like exercise, but I know I need to exercise. And so I pray and I ask him to help me to be determined to do it anyways, even when I don't like it. I pray and ask him to help me find things that I will enjoy doing for exercise. And he has done that. And then I ask him to help me with my eating, to help me have self-control in my eating. And you know what he does when I let him? We have to let him. He created these bodies and he knows best how to take care of them and he wants to help us take care of them. Now, let's talk about another aspect of our health, all right? What about when it comes to medical issues? You know, we need to use wisdom. But again, sometimes some of us can get on the far ends of the spectrum here. And maybe you're over here and every little symptom you're Googling and and running in panic to every doctor you can find. Or maybe you're over here and and not doing anything and, and ignoring every symptom out of fear. Did you know that either way, we're letting our body take the lead 
and we are letting our body determine the condition and the state of our soul because we're so stressed out trying to figure things out without talking to God about it. God wants us to submit our body to his spirit so that he can lead us in everything, including this area of life. And you know, the Bible has so much to say about physical healing. And we also know that God uses doctors. God will meet us wherever we are at in our journey and our process with him. All right? We just need to look to him. So I know people who have prayed and asked God to lead them to doctors who can help them find the answers they need. And I have heard people share stories that they couldn't get the answers and they started praying and God ordered their steps and led them to this doctor who was connected with this specialist who did a unique treatment that brought them relief and the, the healing that they were looking for. And God met them in that and provided wisdom. I know other people who say, okay, God, you are the great physician. I am trusting you with my health, but I'm going to do my part. God, show me. Show me if I need to make changes in my eating or or other areas of my life. And I'm going to do my part to do that. I'm going to go to my doctors. I'm going to do the things I know to do. But God, I'm ultimately looking to you as my healer. And they have found God lead and guide them. And I know other people who have dug into God's word and looked at scriptures about healing. The Bible has so much to say about the healing that Jesus has provided for us. And as they dug in and look at scriptures like Isaiah 53 and really studied it out and have seen that Jesus' death on the cross wasn't just to provide forgiveness for our sins, but he was beaten on that cross to provide healing for our emotions, as we saw in our last session, but also healing for our physical bodies. The Bible has so much to say about this, and I've seen people dig into God's word and ask God to give them revelation, and they've had faith rise up in their hearts, and they've seen miraculous healings. I've seen it over and over, and I know that God is still a healer today. He does that, but he will meet us wherever we are at. The bottom line is we need to be talking to him. We need to be including him in this area of our life and letting him lead us and guide us in all of these things. All right? So we've talked about our appearance. We've talked about our health. And now I want to talk about one final aspect of our bodies, and that is our expressions. All right? Think about this with me. When the Spirit of God is leading our soul, it will be expressed in our body. But when our fleshly nature is leading our soul, that will be expressed in our body. All right? In other words, what's going on on the inside will be seen on the outside. It'll be seen through our facial expressions, through our countenance, through our body language, through our habits, our speech, 
even through our sexuality. All right? Look with me at Colossians 3. And let's look at verses 5 through 8. It says, Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways, in the life you once lived. But now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Now, the Spirit of the living God dwells in us. We have a new way of living. We don't have to live in that old way. We are called to live in this new way. And God desires that our bodies will give expression to this new way of living in everything that we do. He's given us the Holy Spirit to live in us, to help us, to lead us and guide us in absolutely everything. It's up to us to let him do it. I want us to close today with the verse that we started with, Romans 12, verse 1. It says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. I want us to pray this verse as we, as we conclude this session. I want us to make this our personal prayer. So right there where you are at watching this video, I want to invite you to pray with me. And can we do exactly this? Can we submit our bodies to God as a sacrifice to him and ask him to lead this area of our lives? All right. Father, we come before you right now. And Father, first of all, we ask for forgiveness. If we have allowed our bodies to take the lead at times in life. God, we ask for forgiveness if we have viewed or approached how we care for our bodies without even talking to you about it. God, if we've believed lies from the enemy about our body, God, forgive us. Show us those things. And Lord, right now, we just present our bodies to you as living sacrifices. God, we say from this day forward, we want our bodies to be holy and pleasing to you. So help us, lead us, guide us, make us aware of things we need to be aware of so that we can truly let you take the lead in this area of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let God speak to you this week. Let him show you areas where you've let your body take the lead and choose to allow his spirit to lead you. All right. Hey, some discussion questions are coming on the screen. 
and I will see you in our next and final session in our series.